Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. It's so good to be together again on the Word Podcast. Again, let me just uh, encourage you to share the Word with everybody, to spread the Word of the Most High God, what you are learning, whether it be during the times of your own personal reading or uh, meditation upon the Word, when you hear a teaching, when you hear a sermon, when the Spirit of the Lord moves upon you, speak forth the Word. You know, it's sort of a sad thing to say, but in particularly in the Western church, in the Western church, we sort of have this idea that there's only professionals that are given to send forth the word and to speak forth the word. Now, we talked about this before. There are gifted individuals. Yes, there's a spiritual gift of teaching. There are gifted individuals that have been given roles and responsibilities of building up the body of Christ, of exhorting the body of Christ, of encouraging the body of Christ. Yes, that's all true. But that does not mean that we are all not supposed to speak forth what the Lord has done. And sometimes I think we forget that to, to the detriment of the kingdom. So I encourage you to do that. Uh, whatever the Lord speaks upon your heart, you share it. Now, let's jump into what we've been looking at. We've been going through the book of Galatians. And we've actually completed the first chapter of Galatians. And here's what we've learned so far. Uh, Paul, who says that he is an apostle, is writing to a group of churches. Okay, And he spoke peace upon them. And, but there was a problem there. Okay, There's a problem. He says, you know what the gospel is. You know how the Lord Jesus Christ died for you, that he rescued us in this present age. But Paul said, I'm amazed that you have so quickly deserted him and that you're turning to a different gospel. There was a different gospel that was popping up among the true believers. And it just didn't pop up of his own volition. There were some that had come in and they were disturbing them and they were wanting to distort the gospel of Christ. That's really, really important. This was an intentional distortion of the gospel of Christ. And as I've said many times, as we continue to go along, we'll learn more and more about what this is, okay? So Paul said, you know, if I come to you again, or even if an angel from heaven comes and speaks to you a gospel that's contrary to the one that I spoke to you before, let him be accursed. Let him be considered an anathema. And he says, you know that when I brought the gospel to you, I told you that I didn't receive it from men, nor was I taught it. I was not sent out by a man's institution with this, but I received it by revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then Paul gave some insight into his own life, how he had advanced more than any other uh, within Judaism, but that when God had set him apart, literally from the foundations of the earth, when it pleased God by his grace to reveal the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to Paul, then it totally transformed Paul's life. And he says, you know why I went out. You know why I've done these things. And he, and he gave some more detail about just the sequencing of his life that three years after he was saved, at least I think it was after he was saved, that he went to Jerusalem, that he met with Cephas, with Peter for 15 days, but he didn't meet with any other apostles, well, except for the Lord's brother, James. And so he was saying, I don't know any of these folks that are in Judea, but they knew who I was. And he said, because they said this, the one who persecuted us is now preaching the faith which he once tried to destroy. And because of that, he said, these churches are glorifying God 
because of me. So that's just a real quick synopsis of what we've seen to this point in time. Now, remember, in the Scripture, the way that we have it, there's no chapter division or verse division uh, in the original manuscripts. Now, of course, we don't have any original, original, original manuscripts. We have extant copies of things. But man just created the chapter division and the verse division for the simplification of reading. And it is an advantage, is it not, to be able to point to something? So now we're in chapter 2. And here's what he said in the first verse. He's just continuing what I just shared with you. He said, Then, after an interval of 14 years, I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas and taking Titus along also. And so it's been 14 years uh, since he's been saved, if we're using that as the point of time that he's using here to delineate the years. You ever think about that, uh, that Sometimes when we read the things in the scripture right here, we read it and think, okay, this happened one day, this happened the next day, and we forget that these are men and women just like us, and time was passing in the same way. Uh, 14 years always strikes me because uh, there's been major portions of my life that were delineated by 14 years, just personally. When I was 14 years old, I started playing an organ at a church. Uh, 14 years later, I moved to South Florida. I spent 14 years there. 14 years after that, uh, I moved to where I am now within the geographic region. And then 14 years after that, there were some things that happened that were of some import, which always makes you sort of wonder, what's the next 14 years, right? But this is interesting because Paul said, after this interval of 14 years, I went to Barnabas. I mean, went to Jerusalem, sorry, with Barnabas and taken Titus along also. Now, this is going to get interesting. We'll get into this in the next episode, perhaps why he did this and what occurred. But the next verse gives us some real insight. So listen to this. Verse 2, it was because of a revelation that I went up and I submitted to them the gospel which I preach among the Gentiles. But I did so in private to those who were of reputation for fear that I might be running or had run in vain. Now, people want to make all sorts of things about this. Let me just say something from the get-go. I do not think, and I know, that Paul did not doubt the gospel message that he had received from the Lord Jesus Christ. He wasn't running in fear in relationship to that, okay, of what the truth of the gospel was. He wasn't uh, running in fear of man either. What he was talking about is that he was hoping that what he was doing in the manner that he was doing, what he was imparting, that it wasn't in vain from their perspective. Okay. Now, what's really inter interesting to me about this is why he goes to Jerusalem. In verse 2, he says, It was because of revelation that I went up. And quite often in Scripture, when it speaks of going to Jerusalem, it'll say that I went up. And, you know, when we think up, we think north or down or south and that type of thing. Here they're thinking elevation because Jerusalem was up high or is up high on the mountain. And so he says, I go there, but I went there by revelation. Now, a lot of people try to equate this journey and this trip that Paul made to Jerusalem with what you see over in Acts 15. And if you want to read something really, really interesting, go to Acts 15. If you want to know how to handle uh, debate within the body of Christ or division within the body of Christ, go to Acts 15 and look at a great example of what occurred. But I do not think that this is what uh, the Acts 15 account, because in Acts 15, Paul was sent forth by the church to go down there and to uh, report and do some things and try to reach a consensus about a particular uh, argument they had. 
Here, he says, he goes to Jerusalem by revelation. He wasn't sent forth by the local church. He was sent forth by God, and God revealed to him, I want you to go there and submit the gospel which I preach among the Gentiles. I think the primary reason that the Lord did this was he did not want the church to be divided. The church at this point in time was just about to be divided into the Gentile Christianity and Jewish Christianity. And God did not want that because we are one in the body of Christ. We've already seen that, uh, whether Jew or Gentile, free or slave, man or woman. And the Lord did not want that. And so what he's saying is here, I submitted to them the gospel which I preach among the Gentiles. The Lord sent him by revelation to walk in humility, and he went to those privately who were of reputation. Uh, we'll find out more about who that is. It's Peter, James, and John. Uh, those that were the leaders of the church, he went to them in humility to present the gospel and say, hey, this is what I've been sharing. This is what's been happening. This is what's been going on within the body. Well, I tell you, our time's up for today, but I encourage us to do likewise, to walk in humility before one another. What about this? Are we actually seeking the Lord and saying, Lord, what is it that you want to reveal to me? What is it that by revelation that you want me to do today? Ask him. I think we'd be amazed at his response. I'll see you again next time. Bless y'all. Bye-bye.